Looking for podcasts to listen to? Check out our collection of shows on the Brothers Bear Network. First up, Brothers Bear Podcast, a comedy show where two brothers and their friend talk about everything from movies, music, and their love for everything geek. Or 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, where you hop into our DeLorean and go back in time with a podcast that talks about the past, including pop culture, video games, random life stories, but mostly about the movies from our past. There's also Disney Plus Podcast, a show with four hosts talking about what's on Disney Plus. Each week, we'll watch something that's only on Disney Plus and review slash discuss the movie or show. We'll also talk some Disney history, news, or related topics about Disney. And last, Monkey Monsters Podcast is now Monkey Monsters Midweek Podcast, a show about family life, relationships, movies, stories of our past, having kids, and arguing slash debating over which is better pancakes or french toast all shows are available on spotify apple Podcasts, and podbean this is the brothers bear network hey everyone today's episode is sponsored by vasonese dry knees cause your wife to leave passed over for the promotion because your knees crack while well, rub on some vasonese order right now to get an extra 64 ounce bottle when using the code on bend knee we're also sponsored by leftovers Share the love with some leftovers. For 20% off your first month, enter the code 88MPH when checking out to receive a box of leftover food from a mystery sender. Now let's fire up those time circuits, set it to 2001, because today we're traveling back in time to revisit evolution. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am your host, Santos, and as always, I am joined by... Freddie Morales. Como están todos? Today, we're continuing. This is episode three of our podcast crossover. So today, we have some special guests. And with this <laughs> episode, you could say that's like when The Simpsons and Family Guy crossed over. So this is what this episode is. That's so right. ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Ruining our childhood. Yeah. Which one are we? (laughs) In that scenario. I don't don't know. (laughs) I think we would have to be family guy because you guys have been around a lot longer than we have. So you'd be the Simpsons. That's okay. So there you go. There you go. (laughs) All right. So we have here ruining our childhood. Now, before we get going, because we have a special film for you guys, the early 2001 movie Evolution, Mr. David Duchovny stars in. We want to get to know our our podcast here, Ruining Our Childhood. So, so I do have some questions for you guys, but for people okay. who don't know what your podcast is, podcast is, uh, share with the audience uh, what it's all about. Uh, we're basically a married couple who decided to go back and rewatch movies that we loved when we were growing up to see if they were still good. We kind of use the tagline to see if they hold up to our adult standards. Yeah. 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 Like you, I, what I like is like, you guys have these little 
sayings that be have become your guys is like throughout the whole show like mm -hmm. with us the only thing that really sticks for every episode is always the outro or it's like mm -hmm. trying to go back to the future but you guys have like a thing throughout the whole thing where it's like you know a trip down memory road and then yeah. uh the, even when you guys say bye you say bye you know like yeah. there's a certain <laughs> thing that you guys have like cool little catchphrases for your guys's show uh it's one it's one podcast that I do actually listen to uh, frequently when I'm out driving around. So it's it's cool to get some insights on your guys' show. Like well, other thoughts behind certain films. Um, there are some that I skip. Like uh, I think it was like a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. <laughs> I didn't listen to that one because I'm like, I don't know the movie. I never saw that one. Right. You know? And the I big, get it. Yeah, and the big green, like I hated that movie when it came out. So I just skipped that one because I'm like, I'll wait till once I'm done fully and I'll go back and listen. So yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you guys are on. Um, I have some questions for you guys. Uh, IMDB, why IMBD? <laughs> I don't know. I just cannot say it correctly. Uh, even when I was a kid, I'd say it that way. And uh, I, it's just, it, when it comes out of my mouth, it's just messed up. And yeah. So, uh, so now we just make it a joke because <laughs> I don't know how to talk. <laughs> So 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 it was originally an error, and you just ran with it and went with okay, right? Cool. Because I always wonder, I'm like, do they really believe it's IMBD, <laughs> or because you guys say it so like there's no laugh behind that moment when you say it, like where you're like like a little wink at the audience. It's like maybe they do mean it that way. I'm like, I don't know. I gotta ask them. So yeah. Um, also to this one. Because on your show, in which we're going to incorporate this with our episode, where because you guys have segments within your show that I love, where, for instance, you have an awards. If you can, uh, uh, because it's always Ryan that explains what this part is. So can you tell us what it is, the awards on your show? We just uh, wanted to have, like, essentially an MVP of the movie and then a... Uh... LVP, like the <laughs> least valuable player. And then we're like, who's an actor who somehow always managed to get work, but he's maybe not the greatest actor? So we went with Nicolas Cage. And then Ashley was like, maybe he should be running an uh, online school for bad acting. So we're like, well, he's got to be the valedictorian of it. So as always, it is award season here on Ruining Our Childhood. We give out two awards every week, the first of which is the valedictorian to the Nicolas Cage Online School of Bad Acting. Whom did you give your award to? And we kind of thought, we're like, well, who's a really good actor? And we're like, well, Tom Hanks. So we have the Thomas J. Hanks Award for Exceptional Acting. So we can move on to mm -hmm. the Thomas J. Hanks Award for Exceptional Acting. Who did you give yours to? That's how we came up with our awards. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like that. That's, that's, yeah. Duchovny should be on that uh, yeah. too as well. Yeah, he falls into that category in my eyes. When we get into the movie, we are gonna. That was one thing I I, I wanted to do for this episode was to have that awards for this movie. So I mm -hmm. thought it'd be fun who we saw as the best actor or actress and the worst actor actor. So it's like we'll we'll get into that soon. But here, uh, Ryan, I I have a issue with one of your uh, worst actor awards that you gave for Scream. Matthew Lillard, you put as the worst. Why? How? Right, dude. His acting is movie. amazing because he's he's like 
it's so I don't know. Like I know you could say he's over the top, but I I yeah. feel like it's a crazy psychopathic. I mean, maybe I'm biased because in in high school we did a play of Scream and I played that role, uh-huh. and um you know I basically just mimicked him. I didn't do something <laughs> new. I exactly mimicked him, and I and people are like, oh wow, you did it just like him. And I always loved that role. And it's funny, especially like when he gets hit in the head by the phone where it wasn't planned and the way he says it, he delivers that line. Just his delivery delivery in that movie, especially towards the end, is right. amazing. And when you gave him the the Nick Cage, I was like, what? I was like, why? She said everybody dies, but us, everybody dies. But us, we gonna carry on and plan the sequel. Cause let's face it, baby, these days, you gotta have a sequel. Stop it, Billy Wood, you alright? I can't take anymore. I'm feeling woozy here. I I wanna say there's something else. He he starts like doing this fake crying at one point that I thought was so over the top. And I truly do really like Matthew Lillard. There's a lot yeah. of people I take a lot of enjoyment on knocking them down, like Tara Reed and Selma Blair, because I'm not a fan of them. Yeah. And Matthew Lillard was one I was just like, oh man, this is painful because he's a good actor and he's a, he's really funny. But I, I don't know. I just, it was some of his over the topness I thought I, was a little much. It's probably the one that when, when she's like on the phone with, uh, what was it? Uh, Nev Campbell's character is Cindy or uh-huh. no, it's not Cindy. Uh, Cindy or Sydney. 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 Yeah. Cindy's <laughs> the scary movie. Yeah. And then he's like, did you really call the, the cops? And she's like, you're, you bet your ass I did. Yeah. You know, I get Can that I... part. Did you really call the police? You bet your sorry ass I did. I found that hilarious. Yeah, so did I. That's that's to show you, like, he's still a teenager and he's still worried about his parents, even though he just murdered a bunch of people. Exactly, you know. And I don't know. I thought that, and that's the line that I know would made everybody laugh back when, like, and it was a great line. So that's why, you know, I was like, that bummed me out. And then also too, oh, back to Ryan. Um, because it's another award that I had an issue with. Um, it was, uh, what's, what's his name? Freaking Max Headroom. Uh, the dad that, that the neighbor from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You Mm. gave him the worst award because he was a dick in the movie. Yeah. That, that's why he's the worst (laughs) actor because he's a dick in the movie. What? Why? There's movies where, like, I feel like (laughs) that's all I can do is nitpick. I'm like going, uh, there really wasn't any bad acting. I'll give it to this guy. He's kind of a dick. It has- All right. I mean, that, that makes sense. Like you had yeah. to choose someone. So yeah. you're like, yeah. okay, the character's an a-hole, so I'll pick him. But yeah. it's not necessarily. So, I mean, but if you think about it, because he was such a great dick in the movie, he yes. was actually pretty good. If you think yeah. about it, you know? Uh, I agree. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There we go. Matt, Matt Fuhrer, I believe that's his name. He played Max Hedrum. So he mm-hmm. was a dad. So, and then last, how did Napoleon Dynamite ruin your childhood? How did you guys vote that as ruining your childhood? Come on, Napoleon Dynamite. I think when I went, when we rewatched it, when I was, a, I think I was maybe 16 when it came out. And I remember wow. going to see it like in an independent theater 
before it got like a wide release and enjoying it and then watching it back i was like john heater is just he was exhausting for me tina you fat lard come get some dinner I mean, that's like what's funny yeah, there's is that there's exhausting time. actors out there to just exhaust you yeah i don't know i mean that he can't anything else you see him in he mm -hmm. you're just gonna see napoleon that's, that's the fair. thing yeah. like and with this movie like this is the first time we're introduced like i i don't know i just thought that was like the perfect role and everybody just came off real in which uh, what's his name i think it's jared hess the director they always pull actual people like that's why like Nacho Libre like they just got people from around just to be in right. the movie aside from the actors and that's why the movie always feels so real and I don't know right. like that was the one where from all your episodes leading up to that moment and then you said I was like wow that's the first time I disagree but then you guys <laughs> went in like a little bit of like a continuation of like the next film after that eh, ruin our, and then you're like because by the fourth one you're like man this is like the fourth time that's it we've ruined our childhood with these films i was like but yeah napoleon dynamite was the one i was like ah, i don't know man i disagree with these two i'm like there's no way it is a good film but i kind of blame my college roommate who i think it was freshman or sophomore year i don't know why he watched that movie like almost daily to the point, like, I'd come in and walk into our living room and Napoleon, I'm like, God, find a new movie. <laughs> to the point, like, maybe that kind of probably played into it. When I watched it again, I'm like, oh, this again? You know what? At that time when that movie came out, I'm older than you guys. I was <laughs> dating someone who watched that movie, not during when it was released, but later on. She was a big fan of it. And she had her voicemail recording like him. <laughs> and then I was like, who am I calling here? And then it's just got to the point where we were going out and she's just like, talk to him where we were having dinner. I'll be like, what is going on here? Oh, I'm just, you know, isn't it funny? I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying to, you know, it's like, is it you? Is it, who's it going to be now? I don't know. It was just, it was over the top for that movie. I think a part of the problem too, is that it's definitely one movie that got overquoted yeah. yes. a lot. That's what it was. All the quotes she would be <laughs> telling me, and I'm like, I don't need to hear this. Stop <laughs> it already. You're funny. I get it. First time, second time, third, fourth, and it's not anymore. Well, I'll I'll admit that the whole uh, your mom goes to college thing, yeah, that was like overquoted like crazy. Cause mm -hmm. um, and it drove me crazy because like before that movie, I would always say something about your mom when someone would say something, you know, like in the same style, someone mentioned college, be like your mom goes to college, like for me. Yeah. And then the moment that movie came out, everybody started thinking I was quoting Napoleon and it drove me crazy. So I know that drove me crazy, but there's things like till this day, like, you know, me and my girlfriend, like the, whenever there's something that we want, it's that part where like, you know, there's a, a pirate ship that he's like, oh, if you buy everything, you get this. And the wife looks over at the husband, he's like, I want that. I bet you folks don't have one of these. I want that. We always do that when one of us like people go, I want that. You know, it's just like we laugh at that movie to this day. I don't know. It's a it's a great film. I met uh Pedro in the bathroom at a Depeche Mode concert. Oh, I never told you that, Freddie. Yeah, what? That's awesome. <laughs> at the Pedro at the Staples Center. Uh, That's and it was awesome. on his on his birthday too, because on K Rock oh. earlier that day, our local radio station announced that it was his birthday that day. So I went. I was in the bathroom, and I come out, and there's he. He is, and I was like. I want to ask him for a picture and autograph, but I think it was actually his brother, who's his twin, 
Um, uh-huh. and but I was just like, oh, should I? And then someone actually went and asked him, like, I don't want to be that guy in the bathroom, like, <laughs> you know, hey, let me get your picture, you know. But I thought it was cool, so I let him be, you know. But it was awesome yeah. that I met Pedro in the bathroom. My head started to get really hot, so I drank some cold water, but it didn't do nothing. So I laid in the bathtub for a while, but then I realized that it was my hair that was making my head so hot. So I went into my kitchen and I shaved it all off. I don't want anyone to see. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. We should have we should have a segment of uh, you know bathroom celebrities. Like I've actually took a piss next to Martin Gore. <laughs> yes. I forgot about that story. Yeah, I walked into the bathroom and then and and then. He walks in and we're like, oh, 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 hello. And it was like, it was one of those moments, you know? And I was like, it was funny because I wanted to ask him for his autograph, but I couldn't there in the bathroom. I was like, maybe we should ask yeah, him. Yeah, it's out. all weird. <laughs> I feel like the bathroom should be off limits. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But no, it's so weird because it's like, you're in the bathroom, you're like, should I? Or your mind is going crazy. You're like, first of all, you got to wash your hands and then do it. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff. I'm always questioning if the person I'm seeing is actually a celebrity or if I just think they look like that person so have you guys ever met a celebrity either of you yeah he has i actually because i'm a big pro wrestling guy we went to um seattle for wrestlemania 19 okay and we were leaving like a wwe event like that was earlier in the week and we're kind of zigzagging down the side streets of seattle because there's a lot of homeless up there and the streets were really dark we didn't really know where we're going from we're out of town and we're like oh this street looks well lit so we'll walk down this one and all of a sudden coming out of this restaurant i see these people taking a picture with a guy i just assumed it was a sonics player because it was that long ago yeah and he just turns and he walks smack dab into my brother and it's dwayne johnson oh, what? Oh, wrestling at wrestling uh wrestling at wrestlemania that weekend wow. so we met him he was really nice we asked could we take a picture and they were like security's like no no picture we're like autograph he's like no and then he thought about it for like a quick second he's like no i'll take a picture with you guys but it was before like cell phones had cameras or anything like that so we had like this crappy camera and it had a real long delay so i had this stupid grin my brother (laughs) has this confused look of like is it gonna take the picture and but we met him he was a nice guy but that's That's probably the most famous guy i met I um I met uh mankind at Disneyland, mm. but no one recognized them. That's what was weird. Or Mick Foley, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. this this had to be uh my junior year. Uh, so 99, 90, yeah, nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I was walking with my cousins, and I see mm-hmm. him walk by. And my cousins weren't wrestling fans, but I point out to him, I'm like, hey, that that's a wrestler, that's mankind, and he's like. They're like, what? What the hell? And then out of nowhere, I see someone shortly behind chasing him. Like you could tell is following this guy. It's my dad. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, dad, what are you doing? He's like, hey, you know, it's a, a luchador. Ira, Ira, míralo. I'm like, oh, he's like, I'm trying to get a picture, but I can't get him to stop. So I'm like, all right. So we start following. We go to Tomorrowland. And that's where we finally stop him. And I mm-hmm. ask him for a photo. And he's like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So I get to talk to him for a little bit. We, we take a photo with him. It's awesome. My cousins are like standing kind of behind me and him because they were just like, oh, whatever, you know, we'll pose. And um, he was mentioning that they had an event there at the 
well, it was used to be the Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim, but now it's the Honda Center. Mm-hmm. And that anytime they're in, they're there in Anaheim, he always goes to Disneyland to wander to meet fans or anybody that recognizes them. But it was so weird because it's like no one was, he's just walking just yeah. randomly. If anybody stops him, they'll stop him. But it was also nighttime. So that's probably why people weren't really recognizing him, but I thought it was awesome. But I was like, Oh, that's so cool. I know the photos somewhere in like my mom's like, you know, personal stash of like all photos, but I was just like, dude, that's so awesome. So I was able to meet a wrestler, you know, yeah. uh, that guy. And I'm like, Oh man. So, so yeah, but it's just like the excitement of running into celebrities. Like, like it's cool. Like when I used to work at this one place, it's a let's just say it's a where uh, it's a place you could eat and it's pretty much rainforesty. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about, uh, we'd get celebrities in there all the time, but we're not allowed to go up to them and talk to them. So like I ran into Pierce Brosnan guy. He's like he's not that uh, tall. I mean, he's like a short guy. But, you know, he's still a handsome man. I'm like, man, that guy's a good-looking guy. He was, like, just standing there. Uh, I met Luis Guzman, uh, if you know who that is. Uh, But he had had this look on his face that he just looked pissed. He's all, but that's his face. And I was was afraid to go go ask him how he, like, hey, you need any help or anything? Because he's all, and he's just, like, looking at me. And it was midday, so there was no one else there. Um, You know, I also met, uh, what's his name? Samwise Ganji, Rudy. Uh, what's his name? Sean Astin. He's, oh, you yeah. know, he was there. Um, um, also, Kristen Dunst. Uh, it's just like all these people have always come in and you just go, oh, look, look at that. That's, all, that's freaking awesome. And then the times I've been there but on break is Jack Black. Three times. And I miss all three times because I was on break. <laughs> and then my buddy's going, hey, Jack Black was here. I was like, what? I was like, oh, so cool. Yeah, he's gone already. Oh, man. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. All right, so there, so there's our stories of of celebrities, but I think it's time we get into our movie because I know I took a lot of notes. Um, so before we we start anything with this movie, our guests so far have been choosing the films. So you guys chose Evolution, and honestly, before you guys say anything, because I'm gonna ask you why did you choose Evolution, I'm I'm gonna kind of not make a guess, but like basically say like. I felt like this movie, based on when it was released and the type of film it is, fits your guys' show perfectly. Because there's so much in this that I felt would bring a lot of content to be like, of all the segments you guys have, it's like, this is one of those perfect fits where it's like, it's filled with a lot of people, especially people who are like now famous, you know, or, or bigger celebrities. Uh, it's also like, there's stuff that you could tell is just so dated. It's like, it's a lot where it's like now looking at it, will it ruin your childhood? So I want to know, why did you guys choose evolution? Honestly, we were trying to think of a movie that we hadn't done yet or that we weren't scheduled because we try to schedule out like a month in advance, try to figure out what movies we want to do or the polls that we put up. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of just going through our DVD and I was like, we've been wanting to do evolution and we haven't fit it in yet. And so we should definitely do it because it's definitely one of those movies that I loved, but I hadn't seen in a good probably 15, 16 years. So. And that's a big thing for us is try to find a movie that we haven't watched in the last 10 years because if we watch it like we kind of have like our untouchables like we watch hocus pocus every halloween and home alone and yeah planes trains and automobiles like we watch those so when people are like oh you should do that movie, we're like we watch that every year whereas this was a movie i don't know the last time i saw it it would be one that it's 
when you see those cameos, they were going to catch you off guard. Like, Oh, this person's in it. Or like you said, there's people that are now very famous in that movie that had little roles that were nobodies. Yeah. So yeah. they kind of are more entertaining to us. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, what? It, that, that makes a lot of sense because then it's just like, if it's something you've seen, you guys already know going in. Cause now here's actually, I'm going to drop cause it's going to lead in actually to a question. When you guys say, that you're gonna you'll be right back like you're gonna go watch the film are you literally leaving to watch the movie at that moment yes we usually like we have a schedule now we'll do it like on a sunday and we'll record the first part in the morning and then we'll just go about our day and then later at night we'll watch it and then record it because we usually try to like have a beer while we're Mm. recording the the last part because we just want to be a little looser and yeah I guess funny. I would say for the first like 40 episodes, that's legit what we would do is when we said like hit the pausey pause, we would hit the pause, go into the (laughs) living room, throw the disc in and watch the movie. And then we would come right back and record it. But also the other thing that plays into recording like a little later into the evening is we live in Arizona and it's really hot. Yeah. So I, I, I've lived in Arizona for six months and I was out. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you can do. And I don't know what it is with this office. Like our bedrooms and icebox, which right. is right for when you're trying to go to bed. But our office, like there's days where like, does the AC come in there? Like, really? Is it is it AC like sir? You know, there's different kinds of AC. What kind oh, yeah. of AC do you have? The like, central or central? I think the box. Yes. Well, you no, know, every, no, no, it's we got like a legit thing. Yeah. There's a unit, yeah. unit on the roof, and then there's the unit. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. This Arizona is hot, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you 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 have to, man. And, you, know, but you guys, you guys have the beautiful sunset. Let me tell you, they, they're very pretty. Yes, very pretty. Just, they're, in they're the summer, paintings. you're just like, yes. <laughs> I that's one thing I did enjoy about Arizona, seeing the sunset. It was just like mm-hmm. paintings to me. So yeah. Oh, yeah. So then pretty. it's a coincidence that you guys chose a film that is based in Arizona. I yes. forgot. Really? <laughs> when we started watching, I was, I was like, oh, yeah. Because I hadn't seen it probably since I moved to Arizona. I grew up in Montana. Oh, so okay. I totally even forgot that it yeah. was said in Arizona. Yeah, because like, oh, when I was watching it, I'm like, ah, they, I know why they picked this movie. <laughs> I was like, it's because it's in Arizona. I'm like, they wanted to have something that was like associated with them. But then when I asked, you're like, no, I just haven't seen well. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, well, my. Just by chance. It's, it's, like, it's like it's like us probably picking out a movie and it would be Heat. Why? L.A. Los Angeles. Because <laughs> she got a great ass and you got your head all the way up it. Yeah, that you know, that is true, right? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've never seen that movie, man. <laughs> what? There's movies in, like, I've seen so wait, many wait, movies. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Did I all hear right. this correctly? Yeah, You man. have not seen the movie Heat. Nope. Shame on you. I, I saw the real life Heat. When the actual bank robbery happened, I was watching it live yeah, with my yeah, little that brother. Was, yeah, we, we did experience that live. That was real live. Yeah, right you guys heard about that, right? Where, like, these guys literally watched yeah. Heat and ran with that idea and went and tried to pull this off in two Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, yeah, shooting. Like yeah. When was that? This you can actually YouTube it, say shooting at what was it uh 1990 i don't know it was like a bank heist in 90, yeah, 90 it was. whenever the movie came out it was probably like a, a two years afterwards okay. but they did exactly just like that movie 97 98 and this is before delays okay. so there's one guy literally walking shooting at the cops and out of nowhere sniper gets the guy in the head and per 
and it was live on TV. And yeah, like, whoa, we were blown away. We were just like, we were blown away. Oh my yeah, god, yeah. I, can't, I actually said that. Yeah, I, I got home from school, and my little brother, I, I honestly, I believe I was in junior high, so it could have been 95, man. You know, oh, okay, so, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, it but you know, that that yeah, I would see how like people would think we would pick LA based films, probably like that would be one, but yeah, I've never seen it. There's movies where like I've just never got around to watching because at Same. the time it was no interest and people was like, "Oh, not seen it." I'm excited. Like, I, I'm excited to when the day you do watch that movie. I just want to see what you think of it. We'll do it. We'll do it's... an episode on it, man. You know, like I just recently saw Misery. It bothered my girlfriend that had never wow. seen Misery. Well, yeah. but I just I finally saw it. And I'm like, oh, that's good. And like she's still trying to get me to see what's that Billy Bob Thornton where he's like, you know, mashed taters and uh, biscuits. Uh, what's that? Sling blade. Sling blade. Yeah, sling blade. Blade. I saw <laughs> blade. That's cool. With a sword and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's get to it, man. Let's start talking about the movie Evolution, ladies and gentlemen. Evolution. So this movie is uh, was uh, released in 2001. The movie was directed by Ivan Reitman. For those of you who do not know Ivan Reitman, he directed some of the biggest films, uh, comedy films in, in our history, like Legal Eagles, Father's Day, and Draft Day. Probably the only ones you would recognize. Uh, it also stars David Duchovny, Orlando Jones, Julian Moore, Sean William Scott. Julian Moore. <laughs> I'm gonna get into her her in this film because I. You're gonna get into her. No, no, no. no. Whoa. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just child. That's how this movie treated her. PG-13. Right? It's, PG right? it's like it's terrible. This movie oh. was a massive flop because it all it, it cost them 80 million to make. Yes. And it only made a 98, so it's just like, what the hell? I like, can't I can't wait to sink into this because I just saw it. Yeah, like for the I, first I mean, time. Yes, very first oh. time. This is a movie that I was what 31 at that time, so. I'm the older one here, and uh, I just I didn't I didn't care. Maybe because David Duchovny. I'm not a David Duchovny fan. I think uh, can we get the, can I dive in? Yeah, go for it. Let's yeah, do okay, it. Okay, I'm gonna dive in, man. All right, I'm gonna dive in. Hey, all right. Dale away. away. David Duchovny for me. He's a you know he's a smooth guy. X Files is perfect for him because it's written like for him. You know, it fit that character. But he's not a very good actor to me. Agreed. He's just very, and I know the women are like, "What are you talking about, Freddie?" No, he's you know he's a Rico Suave dude who just wants to get laid. Hey, I'm cool. How are you? I'm doing the cut. You can I get in your pants? That's pretty much how how he is to me. I mean, he's just, um, I don't know. It's not very. Uh... And then this movie, it felt like, it felt like it was, you know, kind of um, slow in a way. You had to get into his character. I mean. Uh, Orlando Jones was much more amusing for me to watch. He is funny. Mm -hmm. But the combination with David, David couldn't keep up with Orlando as far as like the jokes. It's like, it was like seeing him, uh, you know, just, you know, just tank on some of those, those, those quick jokes. And that's what was lacking, I think, in this movie. I mean, for me, the, the effects uh, uh, were, you know, for that time, I mean, it, it was very uh, uh, high tech to bring those kind of aliens and very weird creatures, kind of gross, you know, uh, uh, a very gross movie. I mean, they pretty much used a lot of, uh, what was it, anal? <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot of- A lot of anus of in there, you know, <laughs> animal anus. So I was like, oh, that's, the guy's actually going in Orlando, it's actually inside an alien's asshole. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, so I, I found that kind of weird. But I mean, it was a fun movie, but I, it's it's a one-time thing for me. Um, of course, Julianne Moore, I think she's a great actress. Uh, she, I've seen her in other movies. And she's, this one was like, I think she just wanted to make some paycheck or something. And she was like, how much? All right, I'll just ride with it. David, all right, I'll just do it. I can, I can do it. But I don't know, Julianne Moore is a very, very, I mean, one of the top actresses. She's very good. Uh, who else? And then Sean William Scott, of course, well, his role, he's like that goofy kind of, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> totally, totally him. You know, I, I can see him in that movie. And then there were some other ones too, like uh, Ethan, uh, who, Dickie, Donald, the guy who played that. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, that guy, I've seen him, I, I've seen him in, uh, in other films, so I recognized him, and now they're like big stars. Um, I don't know, it was just kind of a fun one-time movie for me, but, you know, I mean, David is good in some parts, like, of the movie, but it wasn't, it wasn't my kind of like, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with this. <laughs> Pass the sativa. I I actually said that to Ashley when we were done watching it. I'm like, I, I was not an X-Files fan growing up. So my yeah. like uh, exposure to David Duchovny is kind of limited to this movie. Mm. And I hadn't seen it in so long. I went like, I don't know the appeal of him. Like, right, yeah. right. Like, like you tried to like, look, I tried to give, give him like a shot. Right, David, come on, man. He looks good on screen. He's a good looking dude. Yeah. You know, he's got, he's a good looking dude on screen, but his acting... Let's put it this way. <laughs> um, oh God, I, I, I forgot his, uh, uh, The Matrix. Uh, yes, Keanu. Keanu, okay. <laughs> Keanu is <laughs> a better actor than David. <laughs> Just saying. I think wow, we actually agree, I like that. bad Keanu Reeves the whole movie. Yes. He's, he's supposed to be the straight man. I'm not disagreeing with you guys. Right. But I do think Orlando Jones has his energy is like way high, and then David Duchovny's like, "I took a sleeping pill." <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was, it was like that. Like David was trying to catch up with Orlando. Orlando was, "Woohoo! Hey, I got some. You know, I'm a, I'm on a Red Bull number ten. <laughs> yeah. you know? uh, and, and and the humor, like for him, it, I it felt forced. Like there's yes. one line yes. that always that always bugs me is <laughs> when uh, Sean William Scott's character gets on the microphone and starts singing. And then David Duchovny like yeah. just tells like he's like all right get out of the way I'm gonna shoot him. You are so beautiful to me. Step back, Harry. I'm gonna shoot him. I don't know. It just that always line just always felt cheap to me. Like, yeah. like, like it just it was would, dumb. It would work with somebody else that maybe had better comedic timing. Yeah, yeah. And it just for him it felt forced. Like yes. that, I just I w I wasn't a fan. Like. I mean, yeah, it, it, he came on this, and he, I guess he's supposed to be like the suave guy, kind of like the, the suave teacher, teacher but, Mr. But you know. Yeah, it's like based <laughs> on his character of what what he is in the film. He's a huge, like he's kind of he's selfish. Like one, they never explain if if he did it without their knowledge, but he infected a bunch of soldiers, right. like fourteen thousand soldiers, with some virus that could have killed them, but didn't, <laughs> and they were sick for over a month. And it was so bad that one soldier was willing to shoot him on the spot until a uh, bunch of other soldiers came in. And then also, too, they point out, like, when 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 Orlando Jones, uh, when the, the fly gets in him, I want to get into that scene later, but because <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorites, but where Julianne Moore, after the fact, starts talking to him, and he's like, you could have gotten your friend killed, this and that. And he's just pointing out that, like, he hates where he's at. 
and he wanted to try to figure out a way to get back into like you know where he's at the level so he didn't care what would go down he was just being selfish at the moment so it's like there's nothing about this guy that makes you want to root for him that's very true it's just i never really thought about how he doesn't seem very sorry about infecting a bunch of like soldiers no no it's just for his like he just wants to get the the gain of, of of you know getting known to be successful and forget and know everybody's life, you know, forget everybody's life. And I just want to get here regardless. And seems like that's where we're living today. Cause he's <laughs> kind of, Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I do feel like the, the chemistry between his character and Julian Moore is forced as well. Because yeah, even the love to try to like, you know, I don't know. It's just very forced with the, with both the chemistry. I think he just couldn't connect with the character. That's why I think the movie was, for me was like, all right, you know, one of those. So for those, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. You, you actually finished the thought. Cause I was going to say something that kind of, cause I want, we never really explained to the audience what this movie is. Oh so. yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's right. They're like, what the hell? David. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just going to say what that David it, is. out. Sorry. <laughs> I think that um, if they would have gotten somebody that was a little better at comedy, say, I- I'm a big Paul Rudd fan, but I'm like, he's good at being a straight man, but he can deliver sarcastic exactly. lines very well, that it would would have worked a little better. Yeah. And for those at home wondering, what is evolution? Evolution <laughs> is uh, what I am BD says, a firefighting <laughs> cadet two college professors and a geeky but sexy government scientist. I like how they just put that in there. Yeah. Um, scientists work against an alien organism uh, organism uh, that has been rapidly evolving since its arrival on Earth inside a meteor. So yeah, so it's just these two guys that are at a community college who you know are scientists, uh, just like the Ghostbusters. And uh, <laughs> they go and they, just, they learn about this meteorite and you know they want to be a part of the they basically it's money because for what what's i want to say their character names uh harry orlando jones's character is like oh Nobel peace prize how much do you make out of it i right. ira who's david decuffney is just he wants to use this to build his career you know and right. mm-hmm. and that's all it is and then this thing starts to evolve as really fast and all havoc ensues and almost destroys the whole world so yeah so right. that's what evolution is honestly but only in arizona but only in arizona <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And the whole thing earlier, I made a joke about Ivan Reitman directed by Ivan Reitman. But one of the things that Ivan Reitman is known, and when this movie was being released, and every comedy movie that he's done is always from the director of Ghostbusters. Oh, sure. From the guy who brought you Ghostbusters. It's always (laughs) Ghostbusters. And it's like, it never lives up. Like, I felt they were trying hard for this to be a Ghostbusters movie. Like, mm-hmm. and, and originally the idea, this movie was supposed to be a serious thriller film. So you had some big names behind it at the time who were interested of it, like Zemeckis, Spielberg. Like you had all these other guys who were interested. It wasn't until he came on board that they're like, oh, let's make it a comedy. So that's why all this humor is very much of what Ivan Reitman's humor is. And I go in, I, I see when this movie, one of the questions we've always asked, it's kind of similar to what you guys do on your show as to like, uh, your first introduction to the movie. When did you hear about it? So on and so forth. So for me, when I first started hearing about this film, like I got excited because it's like, I like very much in end of the world, alien stuff like that. And I, and that's how they 
pursued this film in, in, in like at the time through all the promotional material. So I was excited. I wanted this movie to be huge. And then they said from the guys who brought you Ghostbusters, like, dude, this is going to be freaking awesome. Right? Instead of ghosts, they're fighting aliens. All right, this is going to be awesome. And then the movie came out. And honestly, I enjoyed it when it first came out. But it was one of those that I knew was bad. Like, I knew it didn't do well. <laughs> I knew it bombed. It was a bad, good movie for me. And I and I and it made me sad because I really wanted this movie to be a huge hit. I wanted it to work so much. And there's moments where I'm like, this part just like is not working. And I and I was hoping it would be big, but you could clearly see some like, you know, little bit of Ghostbusters within the script every now and again that they're trying really hard. You know, it's just like minus the four in which they do become a fourth towards the end. But like, you know, since we were talking actors, I want to talk about Julianne Moore. Like, I feel like, you know, when she was a serious, uh, her roles, she had no comedic anything. They didn't give her anything. So for her, it was her idea to be clumsy in which yeah. I hated that. I really hated yes. that. But for her, she's probably like, what the hell? They get all the jokes. What am I going to do? So maybe that's why he's like, well, I'll be funny by falling and crashing into things. And the very first time we're introduced into her, like she falls. It's so right. stupid. It mm -hmm. didn't even look you know, real. You know what? There was a one scene too. And speaking about those that she also would run into the doors and, you know, it's like, you know, she walked two feet and then to hit the door. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Did you see a door? I mean, it, it could have been, I don't know. That's, 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 that's the thing about this movie. I mean, it's so fresh right now. I'm just kind of rewinding right now. <laughs> and those are the moments where I'm just like, what? This is just not. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, it, to me, it, it felt like it was going to be a serious movie. And then they, they, they like, put in comedy. That's what it felt like a shift of comedy. And then, yeah, oh, like okay, a last we're, minute we're, adjustment. Yeah. And then we're getting serious. And then comedy. And then we're getting stupid. And then we're getting now ridiculous. Yeah. You know? I don't know. That's that's kind of like, and I've seen a lot of movies. I mean, I, I'm very open minded. I like science fiction and these kind of alien movies. Mm -hmm. But this one, yeah, this one was just like, okay. You know, there all right. There was so much that just came across this force. Like I remember the the scene where it's supposed to be the cheesy. Everybody's singing in the car together. Right. To, they're singing Wild Cherry. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most forced interactions. Like you can tell, it was almost like they don't like each other in real life. Like Duchovny doesn't like Sean William Scott or Orlando <laughs> Jordan. Right. Or Orlando Jones. I keep calling yeah. him Orlando Jordan, who is a pro wrestler. <laughs> Uh, but it just is forced interactions and I'm like going, man, this isn't fun at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's huh? exactly what it felt like, especially with Orlando. Orlando was good. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Dave was like, oh God, you know, uh, you know, just way laid, laid back. Like he just smoked the fat one, you know, <laughs> seriously. It's like, dude, this is the wrong movie. You're good for that role, but this is the wrong movie to do it. This is an alien fast action. Let's get, you know, but that's what it felt. And it's fresh in my mind. I just, just saw it today, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like like I said, like with me. Oh, and Dan, Dan Aykroyd is in it too. Yeah, yeah so I was going to say there's a lot of cameos, but yeah. those weren't. And even Dan like Aykroyd's, and... even his acting was so rehearsed. Like, and then he was wearing this weird, like, he was a, he was a governor. He's wearing this you know he's he's wearing all this jewelry it's yeah. just actually jewelry i'm like i think he's wearing like a fur coat at one point or like a fur line right coat. so i'm like what are you like the what the, like what is going on like here he's like like corrupt or something like yeah like money from yeah. the state exactly it's like and then he's got like you know like this this jewelry i'm like dude you're like the governor and you're not supposed to be flashing you know you got aliens here what's going on <laughs> 
So yeah, so like if we look at the casting, like one you have uh, Ty Burrell's first role, and he played the dad from Modern yeah. Family. Uh, mm-hmm. The show just ended, but they they were on for like what ten years or something like that. Yeah. And at this point, he had like a horrible haircut in this film that made him just look. I mean, it was perfect because it made him look douchey, and that's his character. It's supposed to be. So you had that. You also had, you know, one half of Harold and Kumar in this yeah. film, in which I never even realized it until. And he's like right there. Like he doesn't right. say anything. He's but just it's a student. They, yeah. And I was like, what? I'm like, he's here, John Cho. Like he, and then also to the part where like the ladies are when he's like, oh, you have a bug infestation. And then they pour, they force the lady, Grace. He's like, open the door, oh, yeah. Grace. That's it's the, your house. That That's the, the she's Cousin Eddie the wife from yeah. national lampoons yeah. i was like what the Miriam hell it's her yes. actress's name yeah like like you you know and then and then like sarah silverman like yeah. when i saw this movie yeah. i didn't know who she was at the time and oh one like i don't know sarah Silverman. i knew i had seen her like on snl for a bit because she was <laughs> on but i was just like eh. and then again underused she's a it's it reminds me of school of rock because school of rock she was just a jerk not yeah. funny and I was like, dude, they just wasted her. And this is how I feel like. And another instance where like, because they they really, they're very, they treat women really badly in this film. They very much sexualize the women. So mm-hmm. let so I, I mentioned, I wanted to bring segments from your guys' show. So the one segment, if you could uh, explain to what, the, what we're going to go into, it's something about where you guys look for stuff that's very much makes the film either feel dated or any offensive jokes or so on, but you guys could better explain it. So I'll let you handle oh, yeah. that part. That's good. I can't even think of the name of our own segment. <laughs> Cause I always have a sheet. Um, it's uh, kids would call it a throwback. We call it the prime of our teens. Yes. In the next categories called kids would call it a throwback. We call it the prime of our teens or children times yeah um and we just talk about dated references and any sort of offensive jokes because of course a movie that's made like 20 years ago it's a different yeah it's a different time definitely the jokes are totally different i mean yeah yeah especially like you said with with women yeah like women are very one-dimensional a lot of movies made in the 90s and and like you brought up a real good point with I mean, you have Julianne Moore, who's an Academy Award winning actress, right. and she's wasted. And like yeah. you said, if if she didn't have the klutziness of her, that's her most what's her point? And that's her, like you said, she had to do that to kind of make her character even relevant. Otherwise, she's just a boring scientist. Exactly. Like she makes no jokes. And then like, a, and like, I guess where the offensiveness comes into where like right away, they just make it seem like, oh, she's into you. At what point right. is that given away that she's, I mean, you that's, know, just that. That's a good scene. point. That is a really good point you pointed. And that's one thing that did spot. And I knew that we were going to talk about it. And I was like, well, I wonder if they're going to spot that. And yes, it's when David is walking and he's like, oh yeah, I got her. I was like, really, dude? Like, <laughs> you're that sure? Like, really, you think you're Mr. Cool and all these women are just going to fall in your lap? Like, where's there? Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, it starts right after the court case. That's where yeah. it first starts. After the court case where when they're running or they're walking out and Orlando Jones is saying like, oh, she wants you. She wants, you know, and like, right, right, right. And, and it's just foreplay. And I'm just like, what gave that away? Like, <laughs> which like, humiliated you? <laughs> exactly. Like, where, why? And then when like the part that like, 
you know, because I hate when films <clears throat> throw things out there just to kind of add like something sex so, sexy or sexualize it. Where like when she first falls, when we first meet her, and she does that prat fall, and it's just one, it's cheesy right. ass fall. But then you see like they show off her garter, her yeah. legs, or stockings, and then they make a comment over that like why was that in there like what was the point of that it was so stupid like you no know, exactly that's another one too that just i was like that's the first one that that yeah that's the very first one when you see when she comes into the screen and i was like what it's wow. like yeah. so, oh nice underwear like that's literally what he says that's right right nice, nice underwear he's like oh yeah guard he's like it's, it's very already much sexualized yeah, it's like yeah. what why yeah. and then and look at the imdb it literally said this scientist yet sexy or whatever. I was like, what? Like, why? Like, and, and it's just like Hollywood, uh, man. Hollywood. Again, That's just like, Hollywood. I don't know. Man. And then like the the most the the other part that I like, I don't know if you guys would agree with this part was when you see the alien and it turns around and it's you see the big old butt on the alien. <laughs> I remember that part. And where did they go with that? They like, sexualized right it. Yeah. Yeah. Great ass. He's like, who does that remind you of? You know what? I was tripping out. I was like, I would, even if I was in their shoes, I wouldn't sexualize an alien's ass (laughs) to, you know, to whatever they're thinking. I was just like, this is weird. They're looking at an alien's ass and really sexualizing the alien's ass. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I felt like some of uh, Orlando Jones's character was a little over the top, but I do think he definitely had the better jokes out of everyone. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. He, to him, it came. It looked like it came natural. Yes, mm-hmm. very yeah, much. Because he's yeah. just, you know, yeah. All right. So for so for you guys, we'll start with you guys first. Where where did you find that made the film feel very dated? Um. Well, first of all, just the fact that there were so many people in a mall. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Uh. In the, you know, in the middle of the day, it was a very packed mall. I was just like, that's something you won't ever really see. Maybe on a Saturday. Yeah. But no. Not not even around (laughs) here, man. No. I was going to say, we talk about all the time. We're like, when was the last time we went to the mall? You know, guys, I live live in Fairfax and Melrose. And I grew up going to the Glendale Mall. I grew up, you know, the Beverly. And I just recently went to the Beverly Center. Big, it's a mall. Mm -hmm. Indoors. And God, there's not a lot of people like the movie. Like you don't yeah. see a lot of people walking around like you used to. The malls used to be like the hangouts. I mean, you had all the right. senior citizens oh. who would go there. I mean, there's still nowadays you may see a few there, but it's not like to compare to like what we saw in the film. Cause you said the Glendale Galleria, right? Yeah. Cause that, that's they, the mall that they use in Fast Times at Richmond High yeah. and uh, Terminator 2, T2. Yes. And that mall is like dead. I, my yeah. mall that's local is the Twin Pines Mall from Back to the Future. Oh, where yeah. Where they filmed that whole scene. Yeah. And that mall's dead. They Inside the mall, they have the, the Twin Pines Mall sign with the time, the clock. It's on display there, but that mall's dead. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like that that does feel dated. Uh, yeah, you know what? The, the malls were big in the late 70s, 80s. 90 and now we're look once you get we went into the digital and ordering online and amazon forget it there's no yeah. need especially now with this pandemic it's going to kill the malls we actually out here we had metro center which was kind of probably the most centrally located mall yeah they just closed that at the end of june and that one's famous for uh bill and ted yeah oh and, yeah and it's I, I think we've had at least two or three closed down in the last five years bogus damn 
Yeah, they just keep closing. That sucks. And then, yeah, I actually saw people posting about that, like the whole mm-hmm. Back to the Future. They were there in cosplay and stuff, and it was all like getting gutted out. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's the mall. It's closing. And I forgot that that mall is in Arizona mm-hmm. because it's like, yeah, they go San Dimas because San Dimas is like not far from here where right. I live. And it's like, no, they didn't, they didn't film that freaking San Dimas mall. No, no, there's, there's no San Dimas mall, man. Like really, <laughs> you know, um, That's funny, and then San the Dimas water loops, mall. like half of it is an actual park in San Dimas called Raging Waters, but majority of it was filmed at some like golf and land place somewhere. I don't know, but man, that sucks. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. So uh, what about, what about you, Freddie? What did you find that made this film feel dated? <laughs> the... Wow, I think it was the, the effects, the uh, visual yeah, effects, right. totally. Especially, really? yeah, I mean, I don't know, compared to what we have now, maybe because my eyes, and I mean, I'm an editor, and I've seen, I've seen the evolution of, of yeah, evolution, the visual. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I was tripping out on just the way they use technology to create those aliens. And so I was kind of like, oh, man, that looks pretty, that, that, wouldn't be, that wouldn't be flying today. Like today, it's like, let me look at the video games. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, you know, but what I'm saying is this, yeah, to me was, was the I mean, effects. I have, you know, I have to jump in. I totally disagree. Minus, there are two moments where I feel like the effects don't live up, but I really felt the, 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 the CG and the practical, practical effects looked really good in this film. Um, like, I mean, the part when they first walk in and then the students and they're like, oh, I feel like the floor's moving. Yeah, that Those little flatworms that, yeah, that looked like, eh. And then the part where Orlando Jones' character throws the match. In and the that thing, Yeah, in the classroom yeah. and the thing. No. That, those were two moments, but I felt, I was like watching, I'm like, man, the effects actually look pretty no. good. Uh, no, I felt kind of like it was like, man, they could have rendered a little more. <laughs> yeah, know, maybe, to, okay. it was like for me i don't know my eyes just as looking but at it maybe the I'm practical just... effects looked amazing i mean those no, I weird gorilla monkey things oh, those no, things no, look those... freaking good yeah. you yeah. know and then and then even that pug looking dog thing i mean i thought that was cool and even those dragon things like those look great those looked amazing well, well, like i mean when they're under the belly or the under the butt of the oh, alien no, that, yeah. that look horrible I mean that, that did not look green when yeah. when they show it expanded. Yes, it that, did not that, look close up. Was okay, yeah. but when they expanded, it just looked like oh man. Yeah, I'll give you that then. It looked gross. Like what am I looking at? Go ahead. I was gonna say like the dog and some of the animals when they got close up, they didn't look bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, but... they didn't. No, no, no. They did a good job, like in the close-ups, but this is a far distance. I guess they ran out of rendering money, and they say, "Hey, fuck it, hey, it looks weird. Fuck it, it's an alien. It's supposed <laughs> like, to look made, weird." He made Ghostbusters, you know. It's, he made Ghostbusters. Like it, hey, I want, I, I just want my check, man. I just want my check. <laughs> it's like they made, you know, Slimer. It's the same. The dog it's, is green. It's, it's a Slimer dog. It's similar. They won't yeah. know the difference. They won't know the difference. They don't like it. They'll pay. They'll buy the ticket. <laughs> just put. Ivan Reitman, Ghostbusters, people would like it. Because that's what they did with Super X Girlfriend. Ivan Reitman directed yeah. Super X. I wanted to love that movie, too. And it was, it was just like, man. And the, again, from the director of Ghostbusters, player to player. Like, that's what they do all the time. And you know, that movie, too, was just like, man, that's it was just garbage. You know? All right, now let's get to the offensiveness of this film. I was kind of starting off with that. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll start with you guys, um, our guests. 
Wh- whichever wants to go first, where did you find the any offensive humor or jokes or however you guys say it on your guys' show? What did you see in this movie? I actually didn't have that much as far as jokes. I mean, you could probably take some of the, the butt jokes like when uh, Harry gets a fly in his right. butt. <laughs> right. Yeah. But and there's kind of like this, this like, oh my God, he's a man and he can't have things in his butt. But uh, yeah, I don't know if there was tons. I mean, like we said, like they over-sexualize Julian Moore's character a little bit. I don't, I don't know. Did and Sarah Silverman, they overly Oh, they kind of sexualized yeah. Sarah Silverman yeah. in the five seconds she's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was nothing like too obvious for me to be like, oh, but yeah. But I'm sure you guys will find something. <laughs> I think it's just the conversation that they're having uh, before the, you know, when they're listening in. Remember, like, we're like, oh, were you supposed to send some people down there? And then Julianne Moore's character is watching the computer screen. And then you hear Harry and Ira talking about, it's like, oh, yeah, she just needs a good humping and she'll be great. And this and that. And then he starts humping away at the weird plan or whatever like that. Like, that was the only part that is just like, and then afterwards, she's not offended by it because, oh, she actually likes David Duchovny's character. So she's like, oh, I just need a good humping. I bet bet if she didn't, she would be lawsuits and there would be. I was like, it's the only only sexual harassment if you don't like the person exactly (laughs) so that's Uh, why i'm probably why she's like oh this guy's attractive because even he's he doesn't he ask her that he flat out ask her that so mm -hmm. i don't know and then yeah the sarah silverman you're like you already start seeing like a little bit of bra she was uh, gonna take her shirt off like why you know it's like in a restaurant yeah exactly and that that was weird that was just a sarah silverman character she was just and she's still you know she dated a jimmy kimmel for a while yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, I I felt like if if in the beginning of the movie they set up like he got dumped by his girlfriend so he has something to prove, but then they just like shoved, "Oh, here's his ex-girlfriend in the middle of a movie and she's kind of a bitch." Yeah. But then they don't do anything with it. No. The setup of them having uh lunch or breakfast together then he comes in and they get the radio call. That's an animal attack. That works out, but just including right. that whole little ex-girlfriend part I felt was just like, why? There was no point for that, you know? Um, And then Orlando Jones, are we made to assume he is hooking up with his students for extra credit or what? Right. What was that? Thank you. That reminds me of a joke where he says that his, his, uh, the porn on his computer, everybody is over 18. Uh, 18. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, why do you need to say that? Exactly. So he's looking at what? Young girls where he is a coach. Yeah. For mm-hmm. these young girls. So you're telling me that's what he's into, you know, and even the copy's like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they are like, it's like, I yeah. don't know, that is that was just weird. I'm like, so, you know, and then yeah, like the she he's like all with her, like, you know, about extra credit, this and that, like, what, you know, and I know they made a joke about he's like, when he has like, hey, you're, you're like, do you ever see them shower? He's like, Oh, yeah, I shower with them all the time. He's like, Are you serious? But then the joke ends there, because that's when you see David the company character come in. And then they stop talking about it. Right. But it's just like, is he hooking up? Because even he walks in and kind of is like, oh, I interrupted something. Like it's a normal thing. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, th- th- he gave that look like, oh, I interrupted something. Okay, you know. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's that's one thing I, I mean, that I didn't like about this movie too. It's just. It, it's kind of a cliche that professor hooks up with his students and. Yeah. 
but also they just made it extra creepy on top. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I, I like I like Orlando Jones character, you know, so but just having that little part was just kind of weird, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah. So all right. So let's let's fo- focus on the actual plot here of the film. So um, how did you guys feel about the the actual plot where um, where it sits of like, you know, based on how you guys do it, is it believable? Or does it not like, eh, it doesn't really make, nah, it doesn't make sense. It can't really happen. Right. Um, I think I, I put in the notes, in my notes, that I think I learned more about evolution and how it works on a science level from more from this movie than I did in a science class. Yeah. They actually use some correct terms, but I mean, it's, it's a decent plot. I just don't know if it was executed as well as they'd probably wanted yeah, I I thought it was funny when uh, Orlando Jones and David Duchovny like kind of break into the crime scene, for lack of a better term, and they just have like this little razor wire surrounding it that <laughs> they cut for no reason because they could just step over it. Right. And I would like to think if we had a meteorite crash into our Earth and there's aliens coming out and stuff like that, they would secure that a little bit better. You would think rather than two guys just drive up and like oh, we walked came right in i don't know is it more believable that our government half asses stuff uh, <laughs> well i mean i had that in my notes too where how easy it was for them to break into that whole secure area <laughs> like seriously like wouldn't already they have like you know monitors all over the place like set up so the moment someone comes in like and then you see like two soldiers that are just like hey man my feet hurt when i stand or something like that like a guy and they easily get in like nothing you know and yeah. they do make that joke where it's like it's one of those it's like a racial joke where he mentions like if we get caught five years minimum i was like yeah for you like, for me they'll <laughs> hang me you know so it's like yeah. i like that every now and again they throw that in there where like when he asked him he's like all right hey i want you to get the bug you know and he's like <laughs> he's like i've seen this already it's like the black dude dies you know and like i like I, I, that made me actually laugh you know yeah so, so it was funny to add to to add that you know that line so that's why it's like orlando jones had these had these moments that you know, lines that made me laugh. Uh, there was one that made me feel very much this was a Ghostbuster style line was where when they first show up to the crash site, they walk up and he look, they look down and then he just says, now that's a hole. And it just very much felt like the Twinkie. He's like, now that's a big Twinkie. Like I felt it was that moment. They were just trying to do it with the, it's like, for me, it was just like, it's two Ghostbusters for me. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, one, it wasn't funny, but two, it's just like, that's, that's a Ghostbusters line. I yeah, mean, I, for sure. Yeah. For us, I want to, I, I want to, I want to do, here's where, where you guys do the awards part. So let's get to the awards of the actors and actresses. Cause I, I, I think it would help to me to get into some of the plot because it, it features <clears throat> one of my actors that I've chosen. So, so let's do the, the awards. So what is it again? The... Which one do you want to do first? The, the bad one. The bad let's one? do the worst. The way you guys always do it, you always start off with the worst. So let's let's start with the worst, and then we'll do the good. The valedictorian to the Nicolas Cage Online School of Bad Acting. Whom did you give your award to? All right. So let, let's let's start off, Ashley. So who would you pick? Oh, I guess uh, I guess I would give it to Sean William Scott just because I feel like he was 
very underutilized. I think if you were to get rid of a character, you could get rid of him and the movie wouldn't have changed that much because, I mean, he did discover the meteor, but that, that could have just been anybody. Yeah. It was, he didn't, and yeah, he right. joins the team, but he doesn't add much to it because he's just a, you know, a dude, normal yeah. dude. Um, and there was parts that he, he was funny, mm-hmm. but it just, it was meh. He's for very me. forgettable. Yeah. Which is hard because I would say probably for me, he was probably the reason, one of the reasons I went to go see the movie in theaters. I know he was, was my reason. Because I liked him from American Pie and Road Trip and rewatching it. I'm like, he's not a big part in the movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like after study, he's very forgettable. Yeah. I mean, it's like, because what, what did he come off of after was American pie was 99. So, and when was dude, where's my car? Was that before or after this? Ooh. Uh, 2000, 2000 was dude, where's my car? So that he was coming off of those big comedy hits, you know? So to see him in this, you're right. He was very underused. Like they tried to make him funny, you know, like, Oh, he's going to like, like when he's calling out to like the, the, the dinosaurs or whatever, like yeah. that's flying around and then he starts doing it again. And Orlando Jones like, thought we established that caca, caca, and tuki, tuki don't work. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but that wasn't Scott. That was Orlando making the yeah. joke. Wait. I think we've established that caca, caca, and tuki, tuki don't work. You know, and then why does he start singing You Are So Beautiful? Like, where in his mind, I'm going to sing. It's going to help. Like, why? Like, what? what yeah. you know? I mean, that's for the plot aspect. But it's like, yeah, like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, based on what I've seen him before these two films, I mean, the, the two films before this, it's like, we don't we don't get that. Like, he's just, he's a guy who's a, who's upset with his, his job that he's currently working. The boss is just, I mean, he's made to be a dick, but... He, is he really a dick like fully you know he's, he's just, just the boss. guy you root for that when he does die you're like i knew he was gonna die because he's a dick <laughs> yeah it's just like they made him out like oh the towels are damp like how do you know that wasn't someone's towel like you know what i'm gonna go for a dip i'm gonna save my chair and put my towel here you know who knows you know and then he's like the guy's trying to get laid and then uh, the freaking dinosaur dog come and eats him you know <laughs> It's like, all right. It's like, you know, he's like, when everybody's like, oh my God, he just got eaten. And everyone screams. He's like, oh man, that, you know, that sucks or whatever. Yeah. He's, ha- he's like happy that his boss died, you know, yeah. uh, that there's some practical effects there when he brings on the dog to mm-hmm. where did he know to find them? I have no idea, but he brought them the dog and that looked cool. See, that's some practical effects that you see mm-hmm. with the dog, but it's just like when he joins them, like it was weird. Like, why would he invite him to lunch? with him and they're waiting like that i didn't understand but he had to be there because he would know oh that's a dog attack because he's a fireman who's trying hard and you know when we're first introduced to him he's out in the desert um if you've ever seen the teaser trailer it's some guy looking up in the telescope and a freaking the meteorite hits him and kills him that's how the trailer is and then you know and then that that's all it is like oh this summer you know aliens blah blah or whatever but then they switch it up for the movie where Shyamalan and Scott burns a random house down to save a thing and his car gets blown up no way in hell you'd be able to drive off with that goddamn car you see it 
<laughs> and, you know, and it's just like, so yeah, so that's how you know. It's like, well, here's this character. We meet him, but he joins. And yeah, like when they're in that car, if I, I it, that's it just, it seems like that bugged me when everybody's in the car singing along, unless you're talking Zoolander. Uh, but it yeah. just seemed like, really, they're going to be all singing this song. Like, who does that really in real life? And I don't know. I've never seen that happen that I know. <laughs> so it's just random. But yeah, he he was someone. So that was, Ashley, that was your pick, right? Sean yeah. William Scott. All right. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? Who's the worst? I, I got to go with Duchovny. He was. Duchovny. He's so bad. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> more like his character is not well written. To begin yeah. with, is I feel like he's supposed to be the star and the person you're rooting for. And you guys even brought up, but there's no redeeming quality there. But also, he's just a bad actor. <laughs> I don't think he's... I, I don't know Shots how he gets fired. work. That would be my question. I don't know how he gets work. Yeah, he was... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. he's not my choice, but yeah, he's... He was pretty bad in this, you know. Like all the X File fans are shutting it off right now. Right? <laughs> right. Podcast, just like, or agreeing, like or agreeing. They're like, yeah, yeah maybe he's good on the X Files. Who knows on this one? You know, I saw a few episodes of X Files. I didn't really grow up watching it, but when he jumped into this, I was just like, he's like, yeah, he's not a comedic actor, and here's like, here's a bunch of lies. Try to be funny, like, yeah. And he's like, all right, let me see if I can make this hilarious or laugh, you know. So. I don't know. I All right. What about you, uh, uh, freaking Freddie? I was going to call you Dave right now. <laughs> what about you, Freddie? Who do you, uh, who do you give the worst actor award to? David. Duchovny. Also? David yes. Duchovny. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just, that's why I didn't watch. I didn't see this movie. It didn't interest me because he was in it. I'm yeah. Like, uh, anything that he's in. I mean, X-Files was huge. Yes. There's a lot of X-Files fans, but I'm just not, wasn't into that. And definitely not into David Duchovny. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. But I tried. I, I, you know, I give all. I give the actors, you know, a chance. All right, let's see. I'm gonna spend an hour and a half here and see what you can do. And I mean, as soon as he opened his mouth and laid back in the first scene, I was like, oof. Yeah. I mean, where's? I need some sativa. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, because that's gonna take me a while to write. I'm actually watching that David Duchovny movie. Yes, give me a joint, please, because. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a hard one but you know I, I i survived but it has to go to him yeah. i think yeah i do have i do have my choice of who is the best actor in this film so. okay well we we can't get there yet but we will have that i just want to point out <laughs> i just that- can't believe i actually have one too <laughs> see i i looked up uh, what David Duchovny has been in, not TV series, because he's that he's been working in. Uh, but I wanted to see what films and one that he just completed that should be coming out next year is he's in, he's in the remake of The Craft. So oh. I don't know who he's playing. It doesn't list Probably who he's a, playing. A parent. I'm hoping <laughs> he's one of the teenagers, you know, in the film. He's Ski Ulrich's character. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> For me, it, it has to be just because it's like, we talked about her earlier, Julianne Moore, but her decision to be klutzy and it's just for me, that pratfall in the beginning was just yeah. so not funny. It was so stupid. Like, oh, I'm going to trip. Like, oh, look at me. I'm, I'm funny now. Like that decision, I, I get. Like, probably that's what it was. Like, I want to be funny too. What can I do? But 
just the falls and her crashing into the slide. Like, I know that's happened. I saw that once at Taco Bell. Someone ordered a big old large <laughs> drink and they were walking straight and, and they literally boom. Like, and I see the drink get smashed, splash over and they got so embarrassed they left and their face was imprinted on the glass. <laughs> started laughing so hard so i get how that can happen because i've seen it myself but it just looks dumb you know so i feel and that was her choice to do Mm -hmm. all that stuff so that's why for me i feel she she's a good actress but in this film i didn't like the decision of the clumsiness like it wasn't good so that's that's you know my decision as into you know how the she was funnier in the ladies man as a clown I don't know if you guys <laughs> ever seen that film where she, um, what's his name? Uh, I forget. Tim if you ever seen the Goldbergs, huh? Is it Tim Meadows? Yeah, Tim Meadows. Okay. Tim Meadows. He he goes back because I guess he's trying to reconnect with all the all the women he was with, and he runs into her, and she's regular herself. Julianne Moore's like, "I'll be back," and then she comes back, and she's full on clown. Let's have a quickie for old time's sake. That's not a crazy idea. I like that idea, and I will support it. Let's do it like we used to. Real nasty. <laughs> Listen, maybe it's not a good idea. We don't have a time to do this. We'll do it real quick. Come on, baby. You know what Bloopy likes. <laughs> okay, listen, uh, Bloopy? I'm about to go on. I have to stay in character. Now, give it to me, you stud. Okay, listen, take it easy there, Bloopy. Bloopy is gonna lick you all over your body. Okay, listen, I don't know. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. Oh, and that, that was funny. You know, it was a bit part and it was hilarious. Now, that was a funny moment. But this film, no. So, yeah. all right. So, next award. So, let's do the next award part. It's like I forget if I don't have a script. Um, <laughs> the Thomas J. Hanks Award for Exceptional Acting. Usually I ask Ryan what he, <laughs> who he has. Um, oh, man. I think I have to give mine to Orlando Jones. All right. All right. Because yeah. I think out of all the four that were the main cast, he was definitely the one that's done comedy before. Yeah. yeah more tell. than, I guess, Sean William Scott has, but he was utilized more. He had the better lines. Yeah. He had the funniest parts, and I gave him the award as well because – there, well, a there's not a lot to choose from. The acting <laughs> bad across the yeah. But he had the the scene where these you know they're gonna tell him they're gonna cut off his leg, and he's like, no, not my leg. And the bug starts going back north, and he's like, oh god, we're gonna cut off your testicles. He's like, take the leg, take the leg. <laughs> but he, yeah, he was the only one I felt that uh, like you said, kind of you could tell did comedy before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know what? Here's one moment that David Duchovny made me laugh because it was, it, it, it's that part where he's wanting to cut his leg. And he's like, and he, David Duchovny says, don't cut his leg. He thinks he's an athlete. What do we do? We might have to amputate. Whoa, duck! Don't take the leg! Don't take my leg. Is there anything else he can do? He thinks he's an athlete. Yeah. Wait, Dr. Luck. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what? Oh, that actually made me laugh of David Duchovny. So that part was actually funny for me. I thought that was a funny bit. That that was the only time he actually made me laugh. Yeah. So yeah, so I'll all right. Say, uh, David Duchovny, when she's asking him about the, his science experiment, and he's like, yeah, there's some side effects. And he's like, you know, some 
like insomnia and then she's like and and then he starts going into like all these really horrible side effects uh, uncontrollable flatulence yeah. <laughs> erectile dysfunction parale- uh, like of the face you know yeah. paralysis yeah paralysis <laughs> of the face and you're like whoa what the hell I'm on, now we know why that guy was pissed off and wanted yes. to kill him <laughs> but I think that was more just the joke was written versus his delivery yeah exactly yeah so alright what about you Freddie who was the best actor or actress for you in this movie Ah, you're gonna be surprised. Ted Levine. Oh. Really? All right. Well, tell us why. He looked like the only seasoned actor there that <laughs> he read his his roles right. I can tell a good seasoned actor when I see one on screen, and he's the one who was like, "Fuck, man, I'm just making the check, but I'm gonna try to make this look good. Keep it tight <laughs> here, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna do my lines and be the general, you know." And so I, I, you know, I, I like, I enjoy seeing someone acting you know and kind of yeah. going with the flow but that's what if if you want to want to know who is the best actor for me as far as acting is that guy yeah so, right am i yeah military man you know it's like just you know like just with power and authority hey you know come on do this you gotta you know i want to he was good and he looked good too he looked like you know general yeah yeah that is true yeah, you know? because when you see Ty Burrell's character, like he's supposed to be like I don't know what he's supposed to be, but like I said, he's Dan Aykroyd made a bad governor. I'm sorry, that was that looked like yeah, a car they, salesman to me. And and more he than always, a governor. Yeah. He, did he purposely make, make his voice a little higher? Like you know how he does. He yeah. he reminded me of you ever seen Sergeant Bilko? Like yes. he came off very much like that. I think he know? tried to kind of create and work with that. I don't know. It's Dan Aykroyd. You know how, how much? Which much? What? What can he do more? I mean, it's yeah. just Dan Aykroyd. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We all know him as those roles. He's not a Ted Levine. That's what, you know, I, I hope. Exactly. You know. He was just doing a, a favor for a friend. I think. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, man, we need you in this movie. He's uh, like, we, we need help, but we're not making, David Duchovny's not working out, bro. It's not working to- out, bro. Please come in. He's come like, in for all it. Right, you know. I'll give you a watch, and he'll be in the movie. <laughs> He's like, you got to say the line, Ivan. He's like, oh, really? He's like, who are you going to call? All right, I'm there. Wow. <laughs> He's like, God damn it. Every time I call this man, he always wants me to quote that line. He's like, uh, mine has to be Orlando Jones. Honestly, uh, I, lo- I-, I really liked him in this film. There's this one scene that I even had the screen record and send it to my brother uh, because it always made us laugh. And it's the part, you know, Ryan, you, you started talking about that, but it's the part where the bug is starting to go. He's like, oh, it's going behind. We're going to have to enter him, you know, rectally. <laughs> and he's like, how- no, he's like, how are you going to go in? He's like, rectally. And his delivery of this line going, no. <laughs> it's like freaking hilarious. <laughs> All right, give me some forceps. I might be able to catch it in his colon. How are you going in? Rectally. I'll get the lubricant. Always makes me laugh. And I had to send that to my brother. That's all I said. I'm like, we're reviewing this movie. Remember this? Sent it to him. And I just get a response with the GIF and LOL. And he's like, oh, man, that movie is so funny. I'm like, and we always loved that. And we would always do that stupid line. And I always liked that part. And then the rest of that scene... He truly looks like, like he's like scared in pain. Like his acting in that was really great. Like you know, and then when she says like, "What do you you need anything?" and he honestly does look like exhausted and tired. He's like ice cream. He's like, "What flavor?" He's like, "It doesn't matter. It's for my ass." Like, like 
it was just it was so great in that in that row you know and like i said the other line with the the tookie tookie you know part yeah. like like you know he had like little little bits here but that that whole scene of it going up is that and saying the no part just <laughs> hilarious to me i love this so my award for that goes to orlando jones you know so so yeah all right man so we're at the tail end of our show here so uh before we go um i just want to uh let's see i'm actually going through my notes oh i i do have some little questions to see if you guys answer uh this was shot in arizona do your do your malls did they ever have a a gun section Ooh. Out here, they do love their guns, so I would imagine they they probably did. I can't think of any mall that has one though. The only mall I can think of is the mall in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, <laughs> from the 1978 version, they have a gun store, yeah. and that must have been a thing. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. Think I guess they, like no, the one on. mall that I can think of has a Dick Sporting Goods in I, it. They do have they, guns. So they probably oh, have Oh, so that, yeah, that would make sense. Because it's like, yeah, like, what the hell? Like, I was like, oh, they were able to get their guns right there in the mall. Like, they didn't show up with the gun. So, yeah. yeah. All right. That pug. If you guys saw that thing come out of your closet, would you assume it's a dog? <laughs> like, I didn't know you got a dog. Does that no, really look like a like, dog? How blind are these people? <laughs> I know. I was like, are they high? What are these girls doing? <laughs> what are these women doing? That they What kind of drugs do they have in that tea or and whatever they're having? she wants to touch it. That, sure. That's why she gets bit. Or like, oh, come here. Look at this. Or metiche. She was a yeah. metiche. <laughs> like, you know what, what a metiche is? No. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Latin for nosy. Maybe yeah. be the nosy one and just poke me. Let's see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh how was that shoplifting supposed to work i mean she puts on all the shirts and a sweater with the tags hanging out like was she really thinking she was gonna get away from them like with all those freaking shirts under her shirt or sweater or whatever i don't know it just always bugged me like she's a really bad shoplifter like what the hell <laughs> she would have gotten caught if she didn't get you know flown off by yeah. yeah and and honestly she should have been hurt bad because that was something that i noticed when when he grabs her he literally tackles her off from that and they slam on the floor like you're telling me she just got up like nothing oh i'm sorry for shoplifting like he slammed to the ground like a football player like dude she just had a broken arm hit her head or something like he smacked that girl on the floor there's no way in hell they would have gotten up all happy and when started singing a song in the car later like i don't know that was a tough tackle man yeah um did you guys ever have a boss that you would be happy would be eaten by a, an alien? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> we Same actually here. used to work together. Uh, we were 911 dispatchers. Oh. And the boss, I know we're thinking of the same one. She was she was hands down the worst human being I've ever met in my life. Oh, man. I would have fed her to the alien. <laughs> like, hold on, let me get you your lunch. <laughs> oh man because <laughs> i was wondering about that i was like i wonder if they'll have bosses because i know i had one of the the place i mentioned earlier uh she honestly did not like me i mean she would open up to other co-workers and the co-workers told me yeah she doesn't like you she, yeah she, oh. and like from the moment she showed up she just never liked me at all man and i was like but man. i hated it because she did oh. not like me man like <clears throat> at all i have no idea why i don't know what i did but she hated me so if an alien came and she got in i would have been like all right oh well you know i would be like oh, man, reaction is yeah well, that sucks. I, 
the funniest thing that ever happened with this particular boss was we had a, a softball team and yeah. we were all, it was a co-ed team and we always needed uh, women because we were always you had to have like five women and five guys and she we put her in the outfield with my brother who he's a good sized guy and they uh, they had a fly ball between the two of them and he takes charge and he's calling for the ball and she doesn't hear him and he just steamrolled her to the point like she spun like a 360 went like <laughs> and i had to act like i was mad at my brother for doing this but in my mind i'm thinking like i gotta buy him a lot of drinks tonight because that was the coolest thing i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> it's always the best like oh man that sucks but inside you're like you're laughing like ah I'm like standing there. I'm like, oh man, come on. You got to watch what you're doing. But like, I'm just, God, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you guys got home and you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Let's see. And then, uh, yeah, no, that that's all my notes that I have. All right. So right here, I'm going to ask you guys this because this is what your show is. The And, and, and. I'm curious. Imagine you did this for your show. So I want to know, did this ruin your childhood? Oh, yeah, it did. It didn't <laughs> hold up to what I remember from the movie, which it's honestly the most I remember is probably Orlando Jones's character and his funny lines. And then for some reason, Head and Shoulders. I'll, every time oh, yeah, I, I see about Head that. and Shoulders, I do think of this movie. <laughs> And so, but I, yeah, no, it didn't hold up at all. No. Uh, I kind of, when we finished watching it, I had this thought for a quick second, like, I go, which one of us bought this movie and probably. why do we own it? <laughs> like, it was, this should this be on sale. A purchase. Yeah. Wait, so you, have, you actually have the movie? Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Got it on DVD and I was like, oh, this is And a you don't know who, who bought it? I, I think it was me. I think it was oh. her. Yeah. When I when I turned 18 and I got my first job, I literally I worked at Walmart and I went in and it was when they had like layaway all year round. I literally filled a shopping cart full of movies and put them on layaway and then paid them off slowly. Oh like wow! I filled wow. my DVD collection. Yeah. Wow. yeah you, you guys always talk about your guys' DVD collection, so I'm curious to see what it looks like as to because you mentioned how you guys were just all about owning these movies and almost every time you guys do a film you guys own the movie you yeah. know and like back when i remember it was all about i wanted to get the movie and it's because of back when the special features were amazing in films yes. so yes. i would love what they had to show i mean like this is a you know when it comes to this movie i'm curious if it has any form of special features because this is how you know a film uh just came and went because you can't find that much uh, information on the movie like mm -hmm. like if you go to youtube you'll see people like oh this movie and making videos about it so i don't see anything at all you know like you know i did happen to find one going through like a spider web of like all these different videos <laughs> until finally was like a behind the scenes making of and it just looks like it was recorded off of vhs like like right. it's that bad you know um but yeah like you can't find much on this movie whatsoever i saw that teaser trailer but 
other than that, there's nothing else. There's no like, let's look back at evolution. Let's talk about this movie. Almost every movie we've done, I can find people talking about like the Matrix we just recently did. And you see so many videos of the Matrix. Oh, yeah. Evolution. Like no one really. (laughs) Dude, just type in Dave Duchovny. You barely see a lot. Any videos of him now? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's because it's Dave Duchovny. It's just, Poor David Duchovny. Right? Poor like, Dave. What, what if he was a fan and he listened? He's like Homer with a little tear like, man, they don't like me. I thought Freddy was cool, man. He doesn't like me. There's some people that like we really, obviously Nicolas Cage, like we rag on it. And I'm like, man, if somebody ever goes, you should listen to this podcast, um, like a crazy whim. I'm like, man, we talk a lot of shit about people. No, but I, but no, but I think I think like these actors, they, they like, Dave is not a comedy do so stop doing comedy do stop doing things that are gonna just you know what i'm saying it's like he's yeah. good in the x files i give him that but this com it's like it's like me going into i mean yeah you can go into it but i'm not an expert in that it's like you have to have like this has to come with soul yeah. everything you know and if you're just gonna do it for the money then it shows and you're just doing it everybody there in that movie which is there for the cash right i think right like, there's nothing look i don't own the movie i rented it i want my Three dollars and fifty-five cents back, but it's all right. <laughs> okay, you know, like but I, but <laughs> I enjoyed him for that little bit in Zoolander, you know. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even scripted when he explains everything to him about, you know, Derek Zoolander. And he's like, "What are what's a male model, right?" Uh, uh, you know, and he's like, "Because oh, he's what? the hand model, yeah. right?" Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, are you, are you serious right now? Like, I just told you, like, that wasn't scripted, but that was enjoyable, you know? It's like, but yeah, like, I'm going through, like, I never watched Californication. I don't know Me if that's either. a comedy or yeah, not. Wow. I think I, we were doing the, the, I worked in films for 10 years, so I, I saw many of these films doing subtitles. I think I, I got that prize. Like, no, I'll pass that one. Dave Duchovny? No, uh, you go you, you go ahead and, <laughs> you go ahead and, and then subtitle it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I never saw it. Um... <laughs> That was huge too for him. That was yeah. Like that big... that was that was because it was from 07 to two four two thousand fourteen. So that yeah. was that was a big series. I know it's the all show. Sex. I never. It was all about sex. Yeah, that's too. all it was. Yeah, about the that's horn dog. what I remember. It was about just it. Dave being a horn dog. That was it. Yeah, and then I I what I remember him is like. I didn't know who, who he was until I grew up later when I was youth. And, you know, as a, as a young kid, you would try to find whatever ways of watching the, 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 as they say, the, you know, the burn stuff on TV. So there was something called red shoe diaries. And oh. he was like on that. <laughs> you know, I'm like, by the way, guys, by the way, we just forgot. Dave loves to show his ass and he showed his ass on this movie. Oh yeah, he did. Remember? I forgot about that. When he jumps and he, how we could we miss his, he just loves, and oh, every yeah. time there's Dave Decay, he's like, oh yeah, that guy loves to show his ass on film. So there you go. I was like, well, that's his ass, I guess. So that's I true. guess we'll expect to see it in the craft coming out next year. Oh, yes, or yes. Some, some, you <laughs> know what? They're going to throw it in there. And they're probably going to throw it in there in the most odd, probably, location in the film where it's like the, a plane explodes and then you see his ass and then it goes back to. <laughs> The plot. <laughs> like, just, just throw up his ass and then confuse the people, man. Yeah. <laughs> and there'll be four people that appreciate it. Exactly. Like, oh, man, did you see like, his... I did it! Oh, my God, that's Dave's ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what about you, Freddie? I mean, I, you kind of explained... Well, I but... already did it, dude. There's nothing yeah. in this movie. You I'm done. His money back. <laughs> I want my money back. Yeah. I would just got, you know, go buy some tamales with those... <laughs> I don't know. I'm done. I flushed this movie down the toilet. Sorry. All right. For me, 
think Wait, what happened? We felt bad for even suggesting it when it was over. I was like, man, this is the one we picked. Okay, that's good. It's like, and I was wondering, like, evolution, like, like, like you guys did a thing and you like 2012 lost, and then I was less like, I even pointed that out, like 2012, wink, wink, like, eh, you know, we can do that, like, you know, like, because I've been wanting to watch that so I could show my kid that movie. Cause I think he get a kick out of it. Um, it's a good bad. I love that movie, but in a bad yeah. way because it's like terrible. I know it's terrible, but yeah. you know, but there are so many That's options. Good. Like I was even thinking, like, ooh, what about a movie that lost from all your things? Because you guys said, but I'm like, and then the evolution. I was like, all right, you know, I I love this movie growing up. I haven't seen it in years. Like I said, I watch with my little brother. So for me, I still enjoy this movie, but I I like it because it's a good bad movie. So anyone listening to this, I'm I'm. It's not a good movie. <laughs> but I enjoy it for how bad it is. And it's, and there are moments that are great in this film for me. Um, so it's just one that I'm, I'm still going to enjoy. So did it ruin my childhood? No, you know, it's uh, I, I still enjoy it. Like I said, I still had a laugh with my little brother over this movie and it brought back to back in 2001 when I watched this with him and they showed on HBO all the time. So for me, it's still, it's still a good movie in that aspect. All right. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, before we go, we always do song of the week. So this week's song of the week, I wanted to pick something that it's like, I was almost going to do Bjork once again. I actually was planning on that because she released an album in 2001, uh, Vespertine. I was going to do that one now. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm not going to do Bjork a third time. So I was just <laughs> like, okay. I'm like, honestly, I'm going to pick something because I wanted to relate with the movies. You know, that would have been 2001 release. This band is one of those bands that whenever I listen to their music always takes me back to a certain time of my life. And that would be, you know, the early 2000s, specifically 2003 while I was going to film school. So my buddy who was, who's actually co-host on Brothers Bear podcast, Shweddy, we went to school together. So every day when he got in the car, always had a new CD filled with music that he downloaded from LimeWire and freaking every goddamn day like it's like oh let, let's listen to this let's listen to this and you know sometimes it'd be stuff that was like i don't, I don't care and other times it'd be good shit like or or something that i had never listened to from a band like nine inch nails or whatever you know and i was just like what the hell like what is this and always oh, just just bringing in music but one day he brings this this, this band called Melodrone, and he puts it in and right away i was in love i'm like dude who is this this freaking is amazing so he tries to fill me in as much as he can because for some reason he would try to do some research as he downloads the album so if i like it you know he tries to fill me in so at that time they only had three eps uh boredom never sounded so sweet glass blower and a demonstration of electro in it of in oh god i can't even talk right now. <laughs> intellectual property there you go uh, and the song of the week comes from that third EP called Fashionably Uninvited. And that song, like, I fell in love with that freaking song. And I guess that was their single from that one because there's an actual music video with that. And I love that song so much. It was one of those that I, like, when I made my mom this uh, Mother's Day uh, video montage of, like, photos of all three of us, you know, my older brother, my little brother, myself, and then using clips, videos, and all of this and that, like, for my section of the video, I use that song because um, I just loved it so much. So I, was so I was so in love with that. So that's what I ended up using. Um, this band, it was actually or originated as 
a solo act. So the the guy is Jonathan Bates. He started off as a solo act because when I was introduced to this band, I ended up seeing him uh, later on that year. And he um, it was freaking crazy because when he started performing, he had all his gear there, like this weird setup, like almost like a like a big old drum machine, like a like a stereo speaker, something right there. And what he would do is he would start playing a little bit of notes on his guitar and then he would play some on the keyboard, this and that. And out of nowhere, he would it look like he would push wow. play and I'll be playing together. Wow. And then he start, you know, strumming the guitar and he'd be playing a song. And I was like, what the hell? Like, this guy's freaking amazing. And yeah, like I found love with this band. So that's why like my song of the week this week is fashionably. I don't know why I can't talk right <laughs> now, but fashionably uninvited. That's the song I'm choosing. Um, uh, They did actually this song. You can find it now because you it's hard to find any of those early EPs. Uh, even if you go on iTunes Music, Spotify, you'll find more of their later stuff because he did get together with a band and re-recorded uh, a few of the older songs, but especially this song. Uh, so there is a 2006 version, um, you know, and the band no longer actually exists as Melodrone as a band because he ended up getting tired of, of being in a band. So he went off and started his own solo career as Big Black Delta, in which what was cool that I didn't know at the time, uh, I ended up seeing M83 in 2011, or no, 2012, I believe. And um, I don't know when the hell I saw them, but I saw them in Pomona down the street. And freaking, there's this band that opens from called Big Black Delta. And they freaking, I was like, dude, this freaking band sounds amazing. Then I noticed the guy, he's actually performing with M83. So it was cool that this band, Melodrone, was connected to another band that I found in love with. It just sucks that you know, one, you can't find a lot of their older songs, um, like on YouTube. And I mean, you, you, individual on YouTube, but it's really hard the way they're labeled. But you can't just type in Melodrome because you always get the new stuff. So like I said, it, it's like there's a lot of great songs. If you could find them, that'd be amazing. Um, probably on Amazon. I haven't looked. You could probably buy it. But the demonstration of, an, of in, uh, God, I can't say it, electrical fuck whatever property the 30p that one the cd was always weird and it never played on any of my cd players so if you find it you'll see it, it's like clear but then it has a little gray in the middle and i don't know it, it plays all weird so if you could find all this stuff that's amazing uh i know i'm gonna end up giving you the song that was associated with the music video so it's gonna be the 2003 version instead of the 2006 version because there's there's a little difference to the song it basically almost sounds the same but one sounds a little bit harder at times or has a little bit of extra beats at times um so yeah so that's that's why my song of the week this week um is gonna be uh melodrome and then uh how it connects with uh freaking evolution because i like to connect it is that Mello Jones or you know Jonathan Bates was a guest on Orlando Jones' talk show. So Orlando Jones had a in the early 2000s ended up having a talk show on I think it was like USA or some shit. I don't know what channel it was, but it was a cable channel, and he came on to talk about you know his album, his CD, and he ended up performing. Uh, you can't find the performance, but you can see the actual interview on on his talk show. So yeah, so I was just shocked because I was like, dude melodrone is on tv like a lot i was like this is a fucking amazing so for me when i listen to melodrone yeah it takes me back but it always reminds me of orlando jones because he was on orlando jones his, his show so it, there's always that connection so that's why i felt like that would be perfect uh for this episode to to do you know melodrone so that's why so this episode this song of the week is fashionably fashionably uninvited 
All right, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, before we go, we got a plug, you guys. So where can they find you? Places? Oh. <laughs> uh, anywhere your ears want to listen to podcasts, Apple. Spotify. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. <laughs> um, ruining our childhood. And even on YouTube, I think. The... Yeah, we do. We're yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, but it's nice. just it's the just audio. It's just the audio. No, no video of our beautiful faces. But they, but ladies and gentlemen, they have something cool that because if you go to their, their iTunes, the Apple podcast, and you look up their show, there's going to be certain films that you can't get unless you become a part of something that they do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. It's the Runers Club. It's our fan club because I don't know why we started. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we've done Clueless and Shaun of the Dead and Goonies. Uh, Goonies. Goonies. And uh, the next one is going to be Pirates of the Caribbean, the Ooh. Curse of the Black Pearl. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah. And then we're doing, uh, we're going to do some TV shows too. Yeah. Oh, nice. And yeah. El- they, they also have a secondary podcast for fans of SNCC. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, are we still afraid of the dark? Which we put it on hiatus in December, <laughs> but it is coming back. Yes. We actually started recording episodes of it again, so it'll be coming back soon. Yes, and you can find, if you go to their Instagram on their main profile, you click that. It has all the links. You can find it. Sign up. I'm a part of the Ruiners Club. Uh, I believe you guys had said that came, the name came from the the community, right? Yeah. Some joking community. So yeah. I think that's awesome. So that's, yeah. So all right. That's our favorite show. If yeah. you can't tell, because we reference it all the time in our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Maybe this can be your new favorite show. It's a British sci-fi series that's been on the air since 1962. Britta, you've done enough, okay? Why don't you go start a ruiner's club? Oh, wait, well, I would just ruin it. Well, then I'd be doing a good job because it's a ruiner's club. You ruined my analogy. Guys, look. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, once again, ruining our childhood. And we thank them for being on. And this film mm-hmm. ruined our childhood. So yeah, <laughs> so, and then Freddie... Uh, you got a show coming up. So once again, we got to get you to plug that. Oh, yes. August 28th, we'll be doing our live Depeche Mode, Best of Depeche Mode concert, open air uh, out in Apple Valley. So uh, you can check that out at the Hilltop and Tavern. Hilltop and Tavern. Uh, I think tickets are on sale now. You can go to Hilltop and Tavern on Facebook or hilltopandtavern.com and get your uh, tickets there. There's going to be an opening band. I think they're going to going to be like an 80s cover band and then us so uh, august 28th and then this saturday i'm doing also a live stream of my original music on uh, quarantine gardens that's another uh platform of uh, streaming so check that out on my facebook page and it's been great uh you know having you guys and being there you you know so sorry i tagged the the movie but it's all good Oh, <laughs> we agreed with we you agreed. most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's fun about the show. We just talk about the movies. Right. Yeah, this one I feel like is probably so far the one we've probably trashed the most. Right. We've never <laughs> trashed. I don't you know. think we've trashed the movie yet, honestly. No. Like, I, I feel back. Like pretty positive yeah. about stuff. <laughs> no, it's funny because as soon as Dave Duchovny was in this film, I was like, oh, I'm already trashing it already. Damn. I haven't even seen it. 
I'm going to rent the movie. Correct. <laughs> see, we we see with you guys, your 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 bonus Ruiners Club episodes are very much films that you guys love, and yes. that's how kind of our movies have been. We're just picking stuff that we love, and we're looking back at it. We're we're yeah. just revisiting, and then you know we'll find stuff that obviously bugged us, like yeah. you guys mentioned. So let, let, you know about the Sally Field and the voices with Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire. We both said it on both our episodes of Mrs. Doubtfire. There's no way in hell she would not recognize a stupid voice. Yeah. So yeah. there's moments like that. But as a whole, Mrs. Doubtfire, we loved. And we Absolutely. love Robin Williams. And we talked about how much we enjoyed that movie. And that's been, but this is so far, I think, the first for season five that we just destroyed the hell out of the movie. <laughs> you know, I still love it, but it's a garbage movie. I know that it's terrible, you know? And and the acting, come on, David Duchovny, uh, I mean, yeah. So yeah, there, there you go. It was the perfect movie to have a yeah. band, I mean a band, I'm sorry, a podcast <laughs> that is talking about ruining our childhood. So you guys picked the perfect podcast, I mean movie for this podcast. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So before we hop in our DeLorean, we are going to cry because our childhoods are ruined. But as we cry, we all slowly get into our DeLorean while one of us trips and does a pratfall and then gets up and we talk about an alien's butt and head and shoulders for my head, obviously. But all that, turn on the DeLorean and we're going to travel back in time.
This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.